We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College is proud to bring you the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters, a fun casual joint. And brought to you statewide by Encova Insurance. And by Adena Health System. Now along with Coach Ryan Day and former OSU All-American Jim Lachey, here's the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Welcome to this week's show as Ohio State gets ready for their home finale to entertain Penn State on Saturday afternoon. Last weekend, it was a 56-21 conquest for Ohio State at Rutgers, a game that, for the most part, Jim played out pretty much like everybody thought it would. Yeah, it sure did. And, and really, you got to give a lot of credit for the Buckeyes, the way they came out and started fast. You know, one week, uh, I guess every week this year, they've been able to do that. Uh, starts with defense, you know, obviously forcing turnovers, interception, fumble early in that ball game, and then your offense gets the ball back and, takes it in and puts it in the end zone, getting it started with, uh, you know, uh, J.K. Dobbins, you know, making some big plays, running the football. And then, as you mentioned, Justin Fields really, really went out there and threw the ball about as well as we've seen him throw all year long, finished with a career high 305 yards uh, in the game. Chris Olave stepping up big, and it was good to see. And uh, the starters, you know, pretty much sat out that whole second half, so they got you know, a chance to get fresh. But good to see the Buckeye fans travel again. A lot of, uh, you know, in, in a smaller stadium with announced attendance of 33,000, there was probably 20,000 Ohio State fans, so that's always good to see on the road. It certainly was. Coach Day, thank you as always for your time, and we'll follow up on that. Getting two turnovers early on from the defense has to set a great tone in the game. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, you know, There's been several games this year where that's happened, and, Certainly helps on offense when you're getting the ball that quickly in a short short field, and uh, so uh, turnovers will be a big part this week. So uh, 
the more we can create, and, and obviously we've got to take care of the ball on offense. So that's got to be something we really got to focus on this week. Coach, I know putting, you're going to put last week's game behind you, but you guys went out there and you liked the way you guys executed, you know, you, the, the way the players played, and, uh, you know, watching the film of it, you got a chance to, to kind of diagnose everything and then digest it and then obviously said moving forward to this week. Yeah, I thought uh, we, we executed pretty well in the past game. We, you know, we were throwing the ball pretty good. Protection was solid, and we were creating separation on the perimeter. Um, you know, Chris made some great plays uh, down the field. Justin threw the ball well. So uh, that was a challenge. The last two weeks, you know, go, coming off the bye week, we really wanted to spend some time throwing the ball, and uh, I thought that was a big part because the running game has been pretty solid this year, but really wanted to take that step because we know in these games it's, you know, going to have to be able to throw the ball. You know, it's going to come down to that. It's It came down to that the last two years in the fourth quarter. So, um, you know, something we wanted to spend some time on, and I thought – uh, it was well done. You know, J.K., again, just first half carries, but a lot of those carries he was getting at linebacker level with, you know, without any contact. Your offensive line was doing a good job moving people, picking up their concepts, their schemes, moving around, and getting into that second level. We know how dangerous he can be if you do that. Yeah, yeah and we got a big challenge this week. I mean, these, the, the style of defense that we're up against is a little bit different than the last few weeks. The last few weeks was a little bit more two-gapping on the line of scrimmage, getting their hands on you. Uh, this week is more penetrating, um, you know, zone Zone blitzes, a lot of four down front. We've seen a lot of oaky front, a lot of, um, you know, bare front, different things. But this is a little bit more of a four down. Now, we see four down against our de- our defense a lot, so it's not like we're not familiar with it. But it is different. So, um, you know, we got to continue to get that push and win the line of scrimmage against these guys. Has a lot of that played into what has been Justin Fields' growth, seeing different fronts, seeing different defenses, and help him evolve his game? Yeah, yeah. Every time he's out there, he's doing a better job of understanding what the, what the defense is giving him. and. Uh, you know, having to make great decisions with the protection, like you said, in the run game, pass game, and protection. Every every play, he's got to make a lot of decisions, and that's that's the way this offense is designed. It's quarterback driven. There's a lot of things put on his shoulders, and the more uh, he can do that, the better. Because you can watch it in the film room all you want until you do it. Uh, it's not real, and uh, and he's getting more and more of those reps under his belt. And he's finding a lot of different guys to throw the ball to. He doesn't glue in on one guy. A lot of different targets. Uh, ben Victor, you know, stepped up. You mentioned Chris Olave. Jake Hausman had two tight or two catches in that game. It's good to see the variety of guys making plays back there. The variety of weapons that J- that Justin has. Yeah, it's uh, one of those things where you know they're all fighting for the ball early in the game in some of these games. You know, it's like a fist fight at halftime to see who's going to go out in the second half and get the ball in their hands. Uh, but but I think it, it goes to show you the uh, unselfishness of our team. You know, decided at halftime. You know, J.K. was begging me to get back out there. I said, "We're not going to do it. There's too much football ahead of us here." And uh, he was upset, but he was great. He was cheering on his teammates for the whole second half and. Uh, it, it's a good problem to have, but at the same time, these guys, you know, they haven't, you know, you look at JK, uh, JK at 90 something yards in that game. If you double that, you're 180. Right. Uh, and so I think really, you know, you look at Dwayne's numbers last year, a lot of that was because we played four quarter games almost the whole year and uh, we were in it in the fourth quarter. So uh, the numbers were so much higher where, uh, you know, I think, you know, one of the things that's happened this year is the fact that these guys maybe don't have the numbers that some of the other guys have for, you know, Heisman talk or All-American talk. You know, I, they're, they're certainly the best players in the country, and their efficiency and productivity is off the charts. They just haven't had as many reps and shots, but uh, they will this week. Exactly. Has the depth at running back through the season helped you do the things you've wanted to do with controlling the clock in some of these games? Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know. Uh, you know, we lost Marcus uh, last week, and, and that was tough, um, you know, against Maryland late in the game. And so Steele had to come in and play. You know, that was good to get him in there. And DeMario's got some some touches in there. So, uh, you know, depth at running back has been important. And Masters continues, uh, you know, week in and week out to do his thing. And it's nice on the road when people chant his name after he gets a carry. I mean, how many times do you hear that? You know, young guy, you're, you're back up back getting his name chanted after a carry on the road. Yeah, I, I think they like to see the way he runs. It's a little yeah. bit of a different style. You know, he's downhill and – um, you know, kind of has that, you know, people start saying Teague, you know, yeah. when he gets the ball. With, and uh, I think he likes that. You know, it gives him a little juice. And 
Uh, but he certainly runs hard, and he's a great changeup. For each sack the Buckeye defense records this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries, supporting Kroger Zero Hunger Zero Waste Plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste in their stores. You can join Kroger Zero Hunger Zero Waste team by running up at any Kroger register. Saturday, the Buckeyes host Penn State. will be on the air with our AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 10.30 a.m. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters when we continue from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Buckeye fans, as the official wing sponsor of your Ohio State Buckeyes, Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Each trip comes complete with airfare, hotel, gift bag, and two lower-level tickets. One bowl prize winner chosen each week, along with other cool Roosters weekly prizes. So register every week at your favorite Roosters or at RoostersWings.com. Roosters, a fun, casual joint, and the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Official contest rules at RoostersWings.com. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Adena Health System is South Central Ohio's trusted name in healthcare, dedicated to providing you and your family with the best possible care right here in our community. We're expanding our services with walk-in clinics, after-hours care, and more providers than ever. It's all part of Adena's mission to provide you with experienced care that's close to family and close to home. Learn more at Adena.org. Adena Health System, here for life. You need a financial partner that understands your business, your industry, and your market. BMO Harris Commercial Banking serves a wide range of middle market businesses in Ohio. From financing solutions to advisory services, our team of local experts will work with you closely to deliver the services and guidance you need when you need it. BMO has deep roots in the Ohio community, so we're committed to helping local businesses grow. BMO Harris Commercial Banking is ready to help your business explore new possibilities. BMO Harris Bank, N.A., member FDIC. Oh, Christmas shoppers, oh, Christmas shoppers, if you're ready to get lots for less, then Big Lots is ready for you. We've got dazzling lights to brighten every home, Christmas decor to cheer every room, and outdoor holiday inflatables that'll lift your spirits higher than Santa's sleigh. Get everything your heart desires for a whole lot less. Hurry into your local Big Lots today or visit BigLots.com to buy online and pick up in store. Holiday big, save lots at Big Lots. Your Ohio State flagship station, The Fan. This is The Ryan Day Show, presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. 
Well, Jim, there's the inference that some people who were kind of held out precautionary against Rutgers might be ready to go this weekend. Yeah, I'm sure guys like Damon Arnett will be ready to go this week, held out. Josh Alby, another guy that was a little bit banged up, held out last week, will be good to go, I'm assuming. And a guy like Austin Mack, a wide receiver who is, uh, really hasn't done a whole lot since the Northwestern game. I'm sure he's hungry to get out there, and especially since it is senior day. And, then, of course, everybody's going to be excited about having Chase Young back in to help out this defense this week. Our report brought Brought to you by the injury lawyers at Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. It's time for Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. And our Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach question comes from Brian in London today asking about listening to opposing teams' interviews, press conferences, or absorbing some of their social media posts leading up to a football game. Is that something that's part of your routine or what you do? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, we're typically you know, fully engaged in game planning and practice preparation and all those things for us. But um, every once in a while when you have time, you kind of go through and Keep an eye on what's going on there, and you know there's not really an injury report, uh, you know, in college, and so sometimes you just kind of you know try to get an idea who might be available and who won't be. You know, we we do our player availability report on Friday. We just think it's the right thing to do, you know, and making sure not everybody does that, um, but I think it's it's the right thing to do. It's good policy, coach. You, and you might learn something, Ed, but obviously you still learn more watching film. And do you still go back to the last four games, or for an opponent like Penn State, do you try to go back and watch every game? I know you don't have time to really break that down, yeah. but generally it's three to four games prior that you go back and look at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's nowadays it's so easy. I mean, you could pull up just about anything you could imagine for the last, you know, three years if you wanted to. Um, but a lot of times what, what defenses do is they, they adjust based on their personnel and, and what they've done uh, in the past, you know. But, but it's, it's still good sometimes to look at, you know, former you know, games that we played with them before, even though we've changed a bunch and, and so have they. But, uh, but, yeah, we use all the information we can and try to – not to do an overanalyzation of everything because that sometimes you can get yourself jammed up too and you start to chase ghosts is what we call it, which is, you know, all these different things that might happen. Uh, and we want to give the guys a good plan, give them a good scheme, and let them play fast. Thanks to Brian from London for his question. And if you've got one, you can go to the OhioStateBuckeyes.com site and click on the Tim Hortons logo, Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Speaking of, if you would, just kind of give us your summary on look of Penn State and what you've seen from them this year leading into Saturday. Uh, there's a lot to talk about there. I mean, it starts with, with James uh, Franklin. He's an excellent head coach and has done a good job there recruiting and uh, has a very good staff, uh, you know, both sides of the ball. They're well coached. They have good players, uh, you know, talented all over the all over the field. Uh, special teams, same thing. So in all three areas, they challenge you uh, on offense. Uh, the quarterback Clifford's playing well this year. He does a good job of you know distributing the ball. He's, he's accurate throwing it. Uh, he also can beat you with his feet. And then they got you know really good playmakers on the perimeter. They have you know Hamler and Dotson and and then Fryer Moose, a really good tight end as well. I mean, makes a lot of plays in the red zone and uh, in play action pass and a very talented guy. And then, um, and then on defense, you know, they, they're year in and year out. They're really strong on defense, you know. And, uh, you know, Parsons is really good. Reed on, on the perimeter has played, you know, a ton of football. Um, it seems like he's been there forever. Um, and then, you know, across the board, a lot of veteran guys on that defense and good players. Um, so they make you work, you know, and they take care of the football on offense. They, they try to create turn, turnovers on defense. And so we got – they play a lot of depth on both sides. They play a lot of guys, so they stay fresh. Um, so – it's a challenge, and, you know, we got to take care of the ball early on. You know, the last couple of years we've turned the ball over in the first half, and that, that's been a problem. You know, we had the interception early in the game last last year. Two years ago the ball's on the ground, and 
The opening kick was a return for a touchdown. So we really got to do a good job early in the game of being strong, being uh, you know powerful at the point of attack, and then take care of the football. Yeah, you look at Fryermuth, 30-plus receptions on the year, I think seven TDs. Uh, they use him a lot in the play-action game, you know, the, the, yeah. with the backs too. Now they use him, you know, typically the way you see tight ends used are a little bit different how they use him. They, they're creative in how they do that stuff. You know, they're they're kind of somewhat the RPOs and then somewhat I think they're the play actions where they look, they're heavy, heavy runs and in the spread sets where they're pulling a guard and, and it makes it look like they're running and then he kind of pops in behind the thing. And uh, so that that's a challenge for linebackers. You know, they have to do a good job and make sure that they're, uh, you know, where they're supposed to be in terms of alignment, that their eyes are in the right spot and that they're disciplined. Because if you're not disciplined against stuff like that, they can turn into explosives. And they use a little step-ups on that too, you know, where they'll do the play action and, you know, kind of step up and throw it down the field where it looks like the quarterback might tuck and run yep. and then step and throw. That That's <laughs> really hard for a defense to, to react to those situations. Yeah, yeah. And then, again, it's when you're in 11 personnel, which they're in the, um, the majority of the time, you have to be creative in play action. Uh, I think when you have 12 or 13 in the game or bigger sets and you're under center, you, you can get a little bit better suck in, in the uh, play-action pass game. You know, it takes a little longer, you know, from center. When you're in the gun, it's kind of on you quick. So you have to be creative about how you do that, which is really where the RPOs came into place. People were trying to figure out how do you play action in, in 11 personnel with three receivers on the field from the shotgun, and that's where that came from. And, um, and they do it as good as anybody. You're talking about tight ends. That ties into one of our social media questions, Ray and Medina, asking about is there a type of defense that generally allows you to utilize tight ends as receivers? Say that again. Uh, is there a type of defense that j- allows you to more utilize tight ends as receivers? Uh, no, not really. No, okay. I mean, I think it just depends on, uh, you know, what, what the skill set is of that tight end. Um, are you trying to attack a zone? If you are, then it's all about spacing. Uh, if it's man-to-man, now you're talking matchups. And so, uh, you know, against a matchup team, you know, typically what happened with tight ends is if it's a smaller guy, then they want to run, you know, or take a one-on-one shot. If it's a bigger guy, they want to kind of run away from a guy, you know, and so they try to find those matchups in, in, a, in a zone team versus a man team, I guess is the best way to explain it. Yeah, and, and off that, typically defenses respond to offensive personnel, you know, so it's not like, uh, you know, offense is responding to what the defenses have in there, so that makes it a little bit, uh, you know, for a defense, they're going to say, okay, they got five, you know, receivers, okay, we got to get some DBs in there, changes your personnel, so generally a defense is always responding to what the offense does, right? Yeah, and, and the more versatility some, uh, a tight end has, the better. Yeah, You know, it, sometimes there's just a really heavy blocking tight end and he can't really run routes, but then there's a really athletic tight end who, you know, he's really good on the outside, but when it comes to blocking, doesn't do a great job. And so the guys who can do more and more things, it helps with your versatility when calling plays and scheming up things. And with a tight end like Friermuth, uh, that is, is it more something that puts pressure on the linebackers, or is that defensive backs, or both? Combination yeah, both. Of? Yeah, both. Uh, and it just depends on what look they're in or what formation they're in. But uh, certainly, the, the linebackers are, are in the in the secondary is you know is being stressed out. Coach, uh, let's go back to that last game. We had two special teams calls, two illegal formats. We haven't seen that called all year. Was it something different, or was it just something that they were looking for on film and <laughs> happened to catch it twice in it? I, I, what well, was that? I, I think that was a little bit of a reaction to the week before because, um, you know, Chris Olave was outside the numbers and we hit the, the onside kick. Well, uh, we lined up outside the numbers and the, the referee said, no, no, you need to be inside the numbers. And then uh, once that happens, you've, you have 11 guys in and they blow the whistle ready for play. Then you can go back out. And so because of that, there was a little confusion, but we got it fixed. Okay, good. Yeah, I've never go. seen that before. Yeah, and especially twice in one game, too. I yeah. uh, wanted to go back also to the, the approach you took at the beginning of the third quarter last Saturday. You know, things had gone the way they had through the first half, had the lead that you had, but you talked about afterwards that it was important to, to set a tone with keeping Justin Fields in there and driving the offense at the beginning of the third quarter. 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we were up uh, 28 points at that point, and uh, you know, we just we had to make a tough decision at halftime what to do, and those are not easy decisions that uh, myself or the coaching staff takes lightly at all. I mean, it's you know sometimes we're yelling at each other in the locker room trying to figure out what to do, and uh, it sounds crazy being up 28 points, but these are huge decisions, and. Uh, we just felt like at that time we didn't want to go out there, give up a touchdown in this 21-point game, and then have to put a guy back in the game. That That's like the worst-case scenario. So we felt like we needed one more touchdown, and so we challenged the guys to get out there on the first drive and score. They did that, and then we took them out. You know, another thing, too, you got a chance to play seven banks. Uh, you, know, you played a lot for Damon Arnett, I think, the whole game. Uh, overall, how'd he do? And uh, it's good to get his feet wet and to get some more experience out there at corner. Yep. Along with Cam Brown. Yep, yep. And those guys have played a lot now just based on the way the season's played out. So it's good to have that depth there. And you don't think twice about putting them in there. You know exactly what they can do and you feel confident when putting them in the game. And he certainly has been a guy that's made a lot of noise on special teams over the for last couple of years. He did, Yeah, he has. He, you know, blocked punt. And uh, he was really close uh, in the Maryland game to blocking a punt. So he's had his impact. You know, with special teams, that's always big in a game like this, it seems like. You know, we had, uh, I think, the last time there, uh, a couple times where a guy was able to jump over, block a kick, block a PAT, score, get points off it. All those little things come, and I know you spent a lot of time on that. Starting practice yesterday with special teams, and you'll probably start today and finish it with, with special teams, especially in a big game like this with the margin of error and everything else, you know, is so small. That's it. That's it. And, and we talked to the guys about that, you know. I don't know if I can I can say looking back on the games that we've played, every single snap has mattered. Yeah. And so making sure that they understand every snap matters in this game, and that's field goal, that's field goal block, that's punt, punt return, kickoff kickoff return, everything across the board. And we got to play good situationally. You know, I mean, you got to do a good job in the third third down. You got to do a good job on red zone. Short yard is going to show up. You know, we didn't do a great job on short yardage last year against these guys. We had a fourth down that we got caught on, and, and so those are all the situations we got to really be on top of this week because every snap is going to matter. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. More of the Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters, and we continue from Learfield IMG College. A revolution in lung cancer treatment is happening at the James. We're proving lung cancer isn't solely defined by location and stage, but rather the individual molecules and genes that drive it. Simply put, there is no routine lung cancer. That's why our world-renowned specialists put their expertise towards treating one particular lung cancer, yours. At The James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your lung cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. Coors Light presents a word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, the official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. 
At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. Ohio State Athletics embodies a tradition of true grit and excellence. At Elk and Elk, we bring that same grit to the courtroom with a strong team ready to tackle your case. In true Buckeye spirit, we create a solid game plan to go up against tough opponents. When you're on the injured list, you need Elk and Elk, focused on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! At AgPro, we think Columbus's home team getting a first down is like checking another thing off your to-do list. So, get a John Deere tractor package to be the MVP on your home turf. And take care of business before this weekend's big game. AgPro, equipped for anything. Find one of the eight Central Ohio locations near you at agproco.com. The Fan, The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back, back to, to the, the Ryan, Ryan Day, Day Show. Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Time now for the Ticket to the House Touchdown Replay. Play, play. Presented by Xmark. Back to throw Justin Fields. He looks and floats that one deep in the left side for Hill. Got it to the five and he dances untouched into the end zone. K.J. Hill. 35-yard touchdown pass from Justin Fields to K.J. Hill. Our Xmark Take It to the House replay brought to you by Xmark Professional Mowing Equipment, trusted two to one by top landscape pros over the next best selling brand of zero turn mowers. And welcome back to this week's show with head coach Ryan Day, presented by Roosters as Ohio State gets ready to host Penn State. I know everybody that has any concern about this football game. Happy to see Chase Young coming back. How's he been in practice this week? Uh, great, great. He's excited. He's looking forward to playing. He's had a good week of practice. You know, Chase is, uh, you know, with missing that time, has got a chance to freshen up his legs, but also got time for other guys to get in there and play. How has the guys in his absence stepped up the last two games? I, I think really well. You know, I think they've taken it as a challenge to see, you know, where that unit's at, that that, that unit in the defense isn't just one player. But we're certainly happy to have him back. And, um, you know, I think – Anytime something gets taken away from you, you have a new appreciation for what you have, and, uh, and I think that's where Chase is at. Speaking of appreciation, a lot of seniors that are going to be playing their last game in Ohio Stadium, and uh, you know, coaches in the past have always talked about dealing with the emotion of that last home game and getting it flipped right around to paying attention to the football game, but I know there's going to be a lot of gratitude for a lot, a lot of what those young men have brought. It is. It, there's no question, and I think Buckeye Nation will, will really come to, you know, come to the game early and, and respect, you know, what those guys have put into the program. They're unbelievable. When you look at their record, it's off the charts. Um, but, but it's something we've talked about really from, from August, and uh, we've talked about that from every time we played a home game almost, it was referenced to, hey, listen, don't wait for the last game to, you know, uh, cry in front of your, your teammates that this is your last game. Appreciate it every game. So that as you build, you know, you play with that edge to you that, uh, you know, you don't want to let it get away because I've been around teams in locker rooms where, you know, it was the last game and all of a sudden they're like, you know, boy, I wish I could go back, you know. And so we've talked about that all year is that don't don't wait till then, you know, take it from somebody who's been through a lot of teams and the coaching staff's talked to our guys is to, to make sure that that doesn't happen. So 
Uh, I, there certainly will be emotions, but I think that this, they've known this day is coming, and uh, hopefully the emotions are, are stayed in check and they play with emotion a lot. I mean, you look at your offense, guys like Austin Mack, K.J. Hill, uh, you know, Brandon Bowen, Jonah Jackson who transferred in, Ben Victor, uh, you know, just on and on. Chris Chuganoff, who's came over here and, and you know, ex- accepted his role and has really done well. A lot of senior leadership, a lot of guys that have been through battles, guys that have been other places that maybe, you know, have a new appreciation for Ohio State and football from their old experiences. And I'm sure they, they've spread that message with their teammates too. Yeah, yeah, they, they have. And, uh, you know, all year I think they have. And I think as we start to – they start to feel that come on this week too. I think they're doing it more and more is that they know they're, they're kind of – their games are numbered, you know. And um, it's great to see some guys come back like Terry McLaurin speak to our team and Draymond Jones has been back. And different guys have come back and, and talked to the team just about what it means, you know, that the, it's not the same in the NFL. You know, the brotherhood is not the same and that – uh, you know, we've won this game with brotherhood in the last couple of years and, and really had to dig down deep in the fourth quarter. And so uh, I think these guys have some awareness of that. Yeah, it's a little different. I remember my rookie year, uh, I was 22 years old. The guy next to me was 37. Right. And, you know, Ed White. And I'm like, wow, that's, you know, it's, that's just a different thing. You yeah. know, it's just the way it is. It's reality. He had a 16-year-old son. I had more in common with him. So it's just, you know, you're not the same tightness group age-wise. And that's never going to be the same for, you know, when you leave here. It's just a different thing because you're playing with grown men. At the, it's the next league. We're here. It's, you know, friends and buddies and colleagues, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in that league, it changes. I mean, if every roster flips every year like crazy. Yeah. Where this is, you come in with somebody, you spend all kinds of time with them. You live with them in the dorms or your roommates, and then you, you see them grow. And uh, you go through tough times together. You go through great times together. And typically they become your best friends. As you've watched this team grow, has there been a sense of maturity that you've gathered on how they've approached games like last week and how they approach a game like this week? Yeah, I think it's a very mature group. Uh, you know, we've said that as a coaching staff before. Is you know, these are great kids. They work really, really hard, and uh, I think they have an appreciation for what this really means and where we're at right now. And uh, being ten and zero going into this game and and uh, the enormity of it, but also understand that it's just about focusing on today and getting better today and having a great practice and preparing. And whoever prepares the best is going to win a game. Guy like Rashad Berry's had really an unselfish career. You know, started out as defense, come over and help offense when they had a need. Last couple of games, play a little defense. Now playing offense back and forth. But you know, here he is, a fifth-year senior, and all the things that he's contributed to this program. Had some big plays. Uh, I think Maryland. You know, he scored on a fourth down that was huge. Uh, made some big plays through his career, and now he's going to be playing in his final game. Yeah, yeah, and he's you know he's uh, done a great job in understanding that he has a role in the team, and uh, you know he's embraced that and had a good attitude. And, um, you know, he's planning. He's scheduled to graduate here in December, which is great. And uh, you know, I, I think you know in these games we're going to need him. You know, on both sides of the ball. And so he's been going back and forth, and it just goes to show his versatility, athleticism. And we talk so much about players, but the coaching staff as this season has developed, and you've gone through all of the in-game situations. Has that been a growth process on communication, implementing plays, taking things from practice to the field? Especially on defense, is the first time they've been together, so uh, they're much further along than they've been. Um, you know, certainly, you know, at the, in August and in, in the first few games in September. And so they're, they've grown into now I think they have a really good system going. You know, at, with that system, Coach Madison, you know, still uh, all those guys still have pretty much the same roles. I know they haven't really changed their positioning as far as field and, and uh, you know, up in the press box, all those positions pretty much the same. You might move some graduate guys around or G quality guys, but is that all pretty much same, stayed the same from the beginning of the year till now? Yeah, yeah. And when they changed the rule on how many people could be on the headset, you know, we kind of had to keep it the way it was. Um, you know, Matt Barnes is up there, and he, he helps with uh, defense, but he's really in charge of special teams. And, and then Jeff's up there. Um, 
you know, and down on the field you got Al and you have Larry and you have Greg. So a lot of good communication there in game and, and talking, you know, through what's going on in, in terms of the adjustments and substitutions and everything. So uh, overall I think it's good. I mean, every game I think you reassess to see what needs to change, but it's changed as the season's gone on and it's pretty efficient right now. One of our social media questions, this comes from Mark and Bucyrus and can kind of predict what the answer to this is going to be, but not that you'd ever overlook a team, the quality of Penn State, but how difficult is it to play an opponent of this magnitude the week before the big rivalry game. Yeah, I, I think it's been a question that's been asked of us uh, all year is, you know, how do you not look ahead? How do you not look ahead? How do you not look ahead? And it's just, you know, that's what being tough is, is, is making sure you're in the moment and you're, and you're locked in on that because at any point if you look ahead, you're, you're – you're at risk of getting beat. And uh, we knew that this was coming, this this two-week run right here. So uh, it's not like this crept, crept up on us. I mean, once the schedule came out, we knew this was coming, and so we've been prepared. And, and really, <clears throat> like it is in high school, the playoffs have started. You know, you qualify. You're, you're, you've done a great job so far, 10-0. and 0, And so you're, you're qualified, all right? But still, every week's a playoff game now here on out. You know, and you got to win 15 to win it all, just like you have to do at the high school. So that focus, it's something that those guys have been used to. Uh, at a young age, now you're just kind of reinforcing and making sure they do focus on what they have to do on a daily basis, not on a weekly. It's, you know, by play, like you said, by quarter, by series. Uh, everything is so important in these last, hopefully, five games. Yeah, and in the approach, like I talked to the guys, like March Madness. Yeah. You know, if you win, you move on. If you don't, then, then you put yourself, obviously, at major risk not to move on. So, uh, I mean, you get the Big Ten East on the on the, uh, on the the table today, and that's, that's what we focus on. We don't worry about what's coming tomorrow. We just worry about this game right here. But we also know it's like single elimination, mm-hmm. and uh, we got to bring it every week. You talked Tuesday in your press conference. Uh, one of the print guys asked you about the recruiting aspect that ties into a game like this and how it's really something that you and the coaching staff can't deal a whole lot with, but it's important for guys like Mark Pantone and all of those to stage it the right way. Yeah, yeah, we've got a lot of help there. Mark and his staff will have their hands full. we got a lot of people coming in this weekend, which is great. Um, but it is hard for us, and I think every time a recruit comes on campus, they're trying to check off another box. And, and this one is game day atmosphere in a big-time environment and, uh, you know, with a lot on the line. You know, you speak to recruiting, uh, Sean Clifford, Ohio guy out of St. Xavier, and, you know, went on to Penn State. I played against Peyton Ramsey, who was from Elder, who out of South Cincinnati was starting quarterback in Indiana. Obviously not all the Ohio guys can come here, but in that recruiting process, you know, you look at a lot of guys all over the country, and, you know, some of these guys in Ohio you probably like, and, and they have to move on. I mean, Joe Burrow, same guy, situation, has to move on. Uh, as a coach, it, it probably hurts you a little bit, you know, seeing Ohio guys for another team, but also you understand that uh, it's an opportunity for them, and, when Ohio guys come in here, you know they have a big chip on their shoulder uh, to, to prove them, prove everybody wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't involved in that one, but uh, but certainly know what you're talking about. But we really make sure we vet everything and make sure that we go through and, um, you know, if there's anybody in Ohio or within, you know, three, four-hour radius that uh, we go through, we check them, we reevaluate them, reevaluate them for that very reason. Uh, and then at some point uh, they all can't come here. Uh, and then there may be a time we have to play against them. And uh, it is what it is. That's, that's why we have such great players in the state of Ohio, but uh, it certainly is a challenge having those guys come back with a chip on their shoulder. Be sure to check out the final Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer before Saturday at 10 a.m. outside of St. John Arena at Buckeye Fan Fest with live music performed on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks! Beat cancer. More with Coach Day in our weekly show presented by Roosters when we continue for Learfield IMG College.
Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Every time you close your laptop, a corona gets its line. And every time your to-do list is to do one less thing, a corona gets its line. Every time you press pause. Every time you unwind or lose track of time, a corona gets its line. And every time your feet are up while the sun goes down, a corona gets its line. So drop a lime in and find your beach. Please drink responsibly. Corona Extra Beer imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Who can help you score a touchdown with your finances? How about our friends at Credit Union of Ohio? Whether you're looking to buy a new home or make upgrades like a finished basement to watch all the big games, their team of experts will help you get the funds you need. It's a great time to make those renovations you've been dreaming about. Credit Union of Ohio is your local mortgage lender. Learn more about their home loan options at cuofohio.org. That's cuofohio.org. NCUA insured equal housing lender. Hey, it's Paul Keels. Make sure your home is comfortable every season. Call my guys at Universal Windows Direct, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Right now, get two windows for the price of one, plus 0% financing for 36 months. Restrictions apply. As always, get the Universal True Lifetime Warranty. Schedule your free in-home estimate today. Call or go to UniversalWindowsDirect.com. Like me, you'll be saying, I love my windows. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ryan T Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Kroger wants to help you provide 1 million meals for the hungry here at home now through the end of November. Round up your total at any Kroger or add a dollar to your concession order at the shoe and the shot. Together we can end hunger here in central Ohio. And welcome back to this week's show with head coach Ryan Day as the Buckeyes get ready to host Penn State. Uh, I know you were asked earlier this week about uh, crowd support here at home of the final home game. I know that's going to be a vital weapon as far as what you're trying to do. Yeah, it is. Um, anytime you're dealing with a no-huddle offense, it really helps when the, the crowd is loud. Uh, you know, especially on third down. But anytime they're trying to communicate, change plays, and get into the right play, uh, you know, it really, it really helps to have those, you know, have, have it be loud because then it's hard to communicate. You know, we experienced that last year when we were on the road and 
So uh, the more noise that we can create when, when they have the ball, it's going to be advantage, Buckeyes. Yeah, just picture yourself an offensive lineman and, say, a tackle or a tight end, and, and you, can't, you can't hear the snap count. You can't hear a clap. You can't hear anything. And all of a sudden they tell you to peek at that ball, and you're peeking inside like this, and all of a sudden there's a 265-pound defensive end out there. And you want to look there, but you've got to look here to move. And your peripheral vision is really, unless you're this far back, it makes it real hard to see both. So it makes it tough when you can't hear. And that, that used to be the worst uh, uh, nightmare was playing on the road with crowd noise, uh, you know, against the Eagles or Giants or, you know, back in the day uh, against a team up north. But uh, for if you can make that offensive lineman not hear out there and get frustrated, uh, especially when you got guys like Chase Young on the outside, it, it can make it awful tough. And that's that whole theory, plus the communication part. A lot of times they do hand singles, but you still can't, do it for a snap count, you right, know, and you right. have to look at the ball, and you know how hard that is. Yeah, and then the whole silent deal, and, and then you're trying to figure out, you know, are they going to double count silent? No, I mean, I'm just telling you, on offense, that's a nightmare when you're yeah. trying to do all that stuff. I mean, you've got to really do that for a living and get good at it. Uh, I remember a few years ago uh, when the Patriots played uh, the Broncos, and uh, they played on the road at Denver, and it, the, the guy Von Miller, and I think it was Ware, <laughs> whoever, I mean, they, they couldn't block him, and, you know, they had their heads inside looking at the ball, and then the ball snapped, and they ends up the field, you know, and so if you can make it loud, like you said, take the verbal cadence out of it, it's a huge advantage for the defense. As the game's going on and you're monitoring everything, and this is something that we kind of caught last week at Rutgers, and I imagine that you're watching for it, but when players are changing numbers, as Rutgers had with a punt returner, putting a different number on, and I think we figured out it was their one of their tailbacks. Is that something that in the midst of all of that, you guys are eyeballing that, just trying to know what personnel's out there so you know what personnel to have out to defend it? Uh, usually on special teams, it doesn't matter as much. Okay. Um, sometimes it does, but for the most part, uh, it doesn't. The numbers don't matter because there's certain rules. Like for instance, when you line up in a punt formation, you know you can't go up and, and take a snap under center. You know things like that because of the different rules. Because uh, some of those numbers are not lineman numbers. So for the most part, uh, you know who they are, and if there's a double jersey, they have to let us know. You're facing a good punter again this week. Uh, I think their field goal kicker is 9 of 10, so special teams have begun. Uh, return game, it looks like he kicks them into the end zone a lot. Have you noticed that on film, or do you expect to get much on that, or or uh, just fair catching a lot of those like you've seen a lot of teams do so far this year? Got a strong leg, real yeah. strong leg. Got a lot of touchbacks there, and so uh, certainly when it makes sense, we'll take it out. Uh, when it doesn't, you know, we'll, we'll fair catch it. And your returners certainly have been guys that, for the most part, have done a great job with recognizing what's going on out there. Is that still one of those where you're determining as situations develop who you're going to have out there? Yeah, yeah. We talk about it every between every series and try to figure out, you know, what what uh, you know what we have going on schematically and who gives us the best chance. You know, you're looking at your defensive tackles again. That's been the heart of your defense. Jay Sean Cornell, Devon Hamilton, Robert Landers. Both of those guys are going to be graduating and, and you know playing in their final game. Just talk about how critical they've been in that defensive line room this whole season. And you know, especially Hamilton, he's really stepped up in the absence of uh, you know Chase being out there setting the tone and being the leader on that group. Just talk about those three guys and their career. Well. Uh, all had different types of career. Everybody has their own journey, and yeah. you could talk for a while about all three of those guys and the journey they've been on t- together, really. And uh, can't say enough about those three guys and what they've done for, for the program and uh, the maturity level that they brought this year and the stability in that room that they brought uh, means a lot. And they put a lot of work in. So to see them playing at a high level is great to see. The, you know, It's not just instant gratification. That was years of development and work. And, and they've done a wonderful job. And it's just good to have good, mature guys who have been in the program who understand 
how important it is to do things the right way. And uh, they've built up a great resume here, and they're going to leave a legacy behind. Is that where you hope the younger guys just sponge off of that and learn from every step they take? That's what you hope. And that's why you love having such, you know, veteran guys around and veteran guys in a room so that, you know, I mean, when you look at what JT left behind for those guys and, and you know, uh, what Terry McLaurin left for, the, you know, for the wide receivers and Chris Olave and those guys, they, they, they left a legacy behind. And, uh, you know, J.K. is doing the same in his room. That defensive line is doing the same in there. You know, the secondary with Jordan Fuller and Damon and those guys. I mean, that's that's how you, you know, continue to run. You know, a program continues excellence is through that, that legacy that they leave behind of hard work and dedication. And, you know, for – guys like Harry Miller to, to line up against those guys in practice, you know, for the whole year and, and to get better going against great competition like that, Matthew Jones, Gavin Cup, you know, those guys got a chance to practice against some very good football players. That's just going to advance them when their opportunities come down the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you get to go against those guys, even when you're on the scout team, you know, yeah. and, and Dewan Jones, almost every snap is going against Chase Young. You know, it, it built, you get confidence because you're like, if I can block this guy, who else can I block in the, in the country? You know, it's, it's vice versa. You know what I mean? If I can get open against Jeff Okuda, I can get open against anybody in the country. And so that kind of gives our guys confidence is that we know you're going against the best in the country and you get better. This is kind of like school. going to copy off of somebody else's work, but last week you were asked about this. The Ohio State club football team is playing in the national semifinals Saturday against Columbus State of Georgia. They're playing down in the state of North Carolina, an undefeated football team. I know you said you have somebody on your roster that came off the club football team. Has there been any inter- interaction with those folks? Uh, a little bit in the off season. I think uh, I've had a couple conversations with them. We had our clinic and uh, had some give and take there. And uh, but we, we yeah, Chris Booker came from from the club team and he's helped us and done a great job. So yeah, best of luck to those guys. Coach, this is your finishing up your first year, uh, you know, final home game. Uh, just how's it been? You know, just your expectations coming into it. And, you know, I know each week you're, you're thinking about opponents, but just kind of overall looking back, your experience here, your first year so far, home games. Well, it's 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 an honor uh, for sure. But trying not to, to look back and reflect just yet. You know, we got yeah. so much football ahead of us and just trying to stay locked in on the moment and hopefully come up for air here in February and look back on the first year. But, uh, but it's an honor being a part of this thing. We have so many great – guys here in the program and great coaches and, uh, and all the people that have come before and all we want to do is just make Buckeye Nation proud and all the former players who have played here that uh, you know we can have such a great stage to continue to uh, you know build on the excellence. Well we appreciate what you do with us every Thursday. We know our guests appreciate it too. All the best Saturday with Penn State. Nah, thanks guys. Appreciate all right. it. Alright that's Ohio State head coach Ryan Day and is our official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Roosters is giving away 12 trips for two to this year's Buckeye Bowl game. Register by visiting your favorite Roosters location. We're at roosterswings.com. One trip awarded each week. See Roosters website for official rules. Roosters a fun casual joint and proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Running backs coach Tony Alford Coming up next, we continue with this week's show presented by Roosters from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. 
Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. A revolution in lung cancer treatment is happening at the James. We're proving lung cancer isn't solely defined by location and stage, but rather the individual molecules and genes that drive it. Simply put, there is no routine lung cancer. That's why our world-renowned specialists put their expertise towards treating one particular lung cancer, yours. At the James, we go beyond the routine to prevent, detect, treat, and cure your lung cancer. To learn more, call 1-800-293-5066. I'm Wilson Flores, and my research will soon be in outer space. I want to enable astronauts to travel farther. At Ohio State, I connected my passion for engineering with biology students to study the effects of zero gravity on muscle strength. My faculty mentor inspired me every step of the way. All of this because I chose to be a Buckeye. Find out more at osu.edu slash stories. Hey, Buckeye Nation, take Coda, bike, or scooter to Saturday's game using the game day mobility lane along North High Street. Pay for your Coda ride with your phone using the new Coda Connector app. Available on the Apple Store and Google Play. Presented by Coda and the City of Columbus. Learn more at columbus.gov slash mobility innovation. That's columbus.gov slash mobility innovation. Coda, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Something out there for you and me And the American road is calling So what's it gonna be? Hey, it's in a Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. The fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. Now back to the Ryan Day Show. Presented by Roosters on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Buckeye Nation, take Coda, bike, or scooter to Saturday's game using the game day mobility lane. Pay using your phone with the new Coda Connector app. Learn more at columbus.gov slash mobility innovation. And also, did you know that one person can save eight lives, give sight to two, and heal more than 50 people through organ, eye, and tissue donation? Be a Buckeye for Life and register today as an organ, eye, and tissue donor at lifelineofohio.org. And welcome back to this week's show presented by Roosters. As Ohio State gets ready to host Penn State, running backs coach Tony Alford, kind enough to give us a little of his time. Thank you, sir. Always good to see you. And uh, Coach Dace talked a little bit about uh, the halftime discussion slash decision last week at Rutgers uh, to have J.K. Dobbins become a spectator for the second half after the great work he did in the first half. Obviously, your depth at your position group has to play a big part of that. Yeah, it does. And, um, you know, that's a testament to the guys in the room, you know, Master Teague and, and uh, obviously playing really good football for us. And, um, you know, we're in a situation where we didn't feel like we needed J.K. to play in the second half. And, with the understanding of what's to come. And um, so we made a decision that we thought was best for our football program. And, um, 
And so that's what we did. And here is J.K. You know, you recruited him, you brought him, you coached him his whole career, and now he's number four and just 25 yards away from Eddie George and, you know, yeah. all Heisman Trophy winner and doing that in three years. How impressive is that for him to come in here? Did you talk about that when you, when you recruited him? Like, hey, man, no. you could be in the top five here. <laughs> no, we really the, didn't. The dream talk. is there. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that are still on the horizon for that young man, but um, it, it really it, it, it goes to our entire football team, especially our offense and, you know, the great job our offensive line is doing. With Coach Stud and, and the tight ends and the receivers blocking downfield, and that's to take nothing away from what JK's doing as far as just how hard he's working. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm proud of him. I'm happy for him. And but again, we're also not out here out here chasing records, right? And 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 he and he'll be the first one to tell you that that's not what we're doing. And uh, we're trying to to uh, to go win a championship. Where's he improved, Tony? I would just like to say he's improved in his decision making. And then when he makes a decision, it, it, he makes it and he goes. And um, he's not second-guessing things. He's not trying to to make something that's not there. Um, the big play, if you if you will. He's not doing that. He, he did a lot of that last year. And um, I think right now he's just, he's trusting in his line and he's trusting in, in, the, in, in the scheme and, um, and where he fits. And he's, like I said, he's making very decisive decisions and he's finishing off runs in, in a really, really physical manner. And I, I – I'd like to think that's probably the biggest the biggest thing he's done is just to finish to the runs. And right behind him, Master Teague the third, and you know, I was talking we were talking with Coach Dave said, How cool is it to be in an opposing stadium and have your name chanted when you right. get your first carry and you know, you're the second team guy, so to yeah. speak. I mean, I mean does he get the coaches he gets pumped when he hears that? So. Oh, I mean so this, <laughs> this is true. It was a few weeks ago we're playing and I can't remember what game it was. But I heard this Teague and I and I'm, I took my headset off. Like, what the hell are they talking? About? <laughs> I started back, started, started back up tailback, you know. But uh, which is really neat. Yeah. This is really neat that he's kind of making a name for himself. And um, JK's excited for him. We're all excited for him. Um, we've always thought he'd be a really good player. It took him a little bit longer yeah. and, and through his first year. And, but um, but no, it's it's good to it's good to have an, another guy that can come in and, and really help our football team and play really winning football for us. What are the views of Penn State as you've got ready that you see in the message you've tried to give across to the running backs to get ready for this defense? Well, you know, JK's played against him a couple times, so he knows. Um, but just extremely well coached. Um, they're they're really good players. Obviously, they got numerous guys, but Michael Parsons would be the one that stands out. And you know, we 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 recruit a bunch against them as well. So there's a lot of those kids that we know, and. Um, but I'd say extremely well coached. They're playing with a lot of confidence. Um, they believe in this. You can tell they believe in the system that they're running, um, and, and they're good football players. So it'll be it'll be a good uh, be a good test for us Saturday. You know, it's always going to be a four quarter game when you play. Uh, you know, against them, um, you had some big plays. Ben Victor made some big plays last year. When you watch last year, and you find out what it takes, you know, to win. Uh, I'm sure that gets guys jacked up, knowing going into a game that hey, this is this is one of those games where we're going to need everybody on deck to do. to do what we have to do. You're right, and and that, that goes back to practice or habits and and how you prepare um, on the field, off the field, with film study, knowing your opponent. Um, but it does. You, you're going to have to play a full game, and we can't we can't hurt ourselves. Self-inflicted wounds. You can't get behind the chains, turn the ball over, penalties. You just can't do that. When you're playing a, a quality opponents, we're getting ready to play against, and you know the, the terms we use when the talents equated in a lot of ways. Like you, you can't do that, and you, so you've got to be on all your on, on top of all your stuff and your game, and um, so that's why we're preparing. As you get ready for a big game like this, is it important that everything that's done in practice has been consistent? Well, I think it's just like anything else. As you prepare to do anything at a high level, um, rather it be in business, rather it be in sports, whatever it is, that, that um, yeah, you, the details matter. 
and and those are ha- those are those are habits. How do you perform and how do you practice every single day? Because to think that you're just going to walk into that stadium and, and it's going to click and say, well, I'm a what's that old term? People, I'm a gamer. Well, you know, if you're not a practicer, you're not going to be a gamer. So you know, um, we're talking about practice, coach. Yeah, practice. <laughs> no, so, so you do. You have to prepare uh, appropriately and in, 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 in the film room and. And there's no time to waste. You know, as coaches, we have to be prepared when we walk into a film room that, that we're prepared and are not wasting time. Okay, what are we getting done today? Um, and, and there's a very precise plan of action and, and, and how you're going about it when you go to practice every day. This is how you practice. And, and if we say shoot your hands inside, then shoot your hands inside. If, we, if I tell J.K., hey, I want you to step six inches this way, and then I don't want eight inches, I want six inches. And you're, and you're very precise about what you're looking for. Coach, anybody in your group playing in their final game uh, at Ohio Stadium? You know, Amari McMahon, who's um, <clears throat> a, a young man that went to here to Dublin, Sciota. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, um, he's he's a great kid. He walked on a few years back, and he's now waiting to get acceptance letter to dental school. I think it's either between here and, and, and Pitt, but um, but he's a, he's a great kid. You know, he's going to go down. This guy's had one carry and averages 10 yards, 10 yards. So <laughs> you can imagine what it's going to look like in 20 years when he has grandkids, <laughs> yeah. you know, what that average is going to look like. That's right. It's a touchdown. He had 100 yards on, you know, 200 yards on one carry and, you know, all those things. So, but, um, no, so he'll be – he's the lone senior that I have in my room. And, and um, so, yeah, we'll say our goodbyes to him and hopefully in a good way. Sounds right. good. Tony Olfer, thank you for your time. We Thanks appreciate it. All the best come Saturday. I appreciate it. You got so it. Okay. That's running backs coach Tony Olford. Saturday, Ohio State hosting Penn State. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 1030 a.m. The Ryan Day Show presented by Roosters has been brought to you statewide by Encopa Insurance and by Adina Health System. For Skip Mossick, Ted Holbrook, Jim Lachey, Coach Ryan Day, and Coach Tony Alford, this is Paul Keels. Thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.